right, how's it going, everybody? Uh, welcome to Duly Noted. My name is Jonathan. Here with my man Timothy. What's up? We're going to be talking about uh, music artists. Um, as we go through, we'll pick one artist per episode. We'll kind of give you a, a little introduction. Um, we'll give you a kind of career slash history rundown of the artist. Um, we'll talk about their specific albums with the music they've come out with. Uh, we'll give you a personal top five songs, our personal favorite album. Uh, we might discuss some what ifs, you know, if some if some things have happened in their career, if they've taken different paths, whatever. And then uh, we have a ranking that we'll get into at the end of the the end of the episode, and we'll put every artist that we talk about in one of those. So anyway, today's artist that we're talking about is Justin Timberlake. Oh man! So I have a question for you. So when you hear Justin Timberlake or think of his name, what's the first thing you think of? The first thing I think of is probably the Crimea River music video. Really? That's a to be honest. That's a good one. My first thing I think of is the intro from Senorita. And the he goes by the name Justin. Every time, every Whoa! time. Exactly. Every yes. time I hear or see his name, that immediately pops to my man. I'm just there. Boom. 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 Why well, be vibing? <laughs> immediately. <laughs> immediately. All right. So you are you you are the historian today. Um, so why don't you give us a little give us a little rundown here? All right, big bet. So my man JT. So I was as I was researching some things. I, there was a couple quotes that really stood out, though. I want to start with this one, though. He says he, like, so he became was a runner-up in Star Search in 1992 at the age of 11. And he says he, like, doesn't remember not being famous. And that That's is, crazy. That is crazy to me. Because I don't think of, like, I don't think of him as somebody who's, like, big-headed and, like, I don't know, wild. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he, he, like, he feels very, like, down-to-earth. Yeah, like, reason. I feel like I could go to the bar and have a drink with Justin Timberlake, and it wouldn't be weird in any way. And he doesn't remember, like, not being... Justin Timberlake. That's that's that crazy is, to me. That's pretty wild. But anyways, I'll run through this real quick. So 92, like I said, age 11, runner-up in Star Search. It's like the present day. America's Got Talent back in the day. He starred in Disney's reboot of Mickey Mouse Club. That cast also had Ryan Gosling, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera on it. It's crazy. Shout out. Disney's been churning out stars forever. <laughs> Big facts, yo. Uh, so yeah, he left that after two years. He he formed NSYNC at the age of fourteen in nineteen ninety five. They released their first album in ninety eight. He wrote over half the songs for that first album at the age of about sixteen. So my man, my man's been getting it. I have a. There's another question I was having. I was researching. When do you think the music world knew, like Justin Timberlake was the ish? I don't know. I think it's kind of hard to gauge because I know from you know current artists, it, it's. It's really a gamble a lot of times if you're a you know if you're an industry producer I guess is the official word you know if you're a record label you just kind of sign people because you think they sound good right and you kind of hope that they'll become a cash cow for you but I don't think you really know but I'm sure that when he was out here writing songs that would end up on the Billboard Top 100 when he was like 15 years old I mean I don't think they knew when he was 15 but probably when Everything started ramping up. Like that would probably be... Like when they started going on tour and some people were like, oh, this man. Yeah, like, oh, he's... Yeah. Whew, that's crazy. Anyways. Can you imagine <laughs> not being able to drive but having a song on the top 100? That's wild. <laughs> that's, just, that's crazy to me, bro. <laughs> like, no, I can't. Because, like, when their second album went number one, it debuted number one in the year 2000, he's 18 at that time. So he could just now join our military. And he's like, hey, guys, I just wrote like 10 of these 12 songs on the number one album. Crazy. <laughs> God, no strings attached. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
it uh anyway, so no stream shack, their second on two thousand, it sold two point four two million copies in its first week. And that held the record for largest sales week for any album until Adele's twenty five in twenty fifteen. I know that. In one week? Yeah, and like the and the, in the first week. in the opening week. That's crazy. I mean it was eighteen. <laughs> and they released a third album in two thousand one. Throughout all this, he is dating Britney Spears, and they met on that Disney show yep. back in the day. They dated for four years. Him, her cheating on him allegedly, she cheated on him, <laughs> is kind of what led to him leaving in sync in 02. No one, she still says that she didn't cheat. He says she does. We've all seen the Cry Me River music video. We all know. Justin, if you hear this, bro, we know that it's Britney. Everybody knows that it's Britney. And also, Britney, I know you're listening because you have nothing better to do. Just come out. Who'd you cheat? Who'd you cheat on my man JT with? Let the world know. Yeah, I, I so would Twitter really love to know. can abolish and cancel him like he needs to be. <laughs> because I'm dying to know who it is. But I do have to read you this quote. Just turned like in 2001, telling Rolling Stone this about his then girlfriend Britney Spears. I think my girl is fine. He says, "I scored." What can I say? The thing is, so many girls you meet in this business are so into themselves, and Britney is not. She's as down home as she was before she got into this. That's the best thing about her. I got the cream of the crop, man. My man Justin really missed on this one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, <bro>. Swing and a miss. <laughs> like, oh, Lord. Uh, but, you know, I mean, at the time, he, he probably really believed those things. <laughs> and if he did, more power to you, Justin, but come on, buddy. He was, we were talking about he was young, he was foolish, he made mistakes, he trusted the wrong... Oh, <laughs> yeah, that cool age like milk. Yeah, God, that's amazing. Uh, so, anyways, they break up in 2002. He leaves NSYNC shortly after and releases Justified later in that year in November. Like we said, Crime Your River video is definitely about Britney Spears. Justin Timberlake says it wasn't. Britney Spears says it was. Britney Spears actually even said that Justin Timberlake called her trying to get back together and kind of like slid that in, like, hey, there's a music video coming out about you. That's not a big deal. Don't even worry about it. And Brittany was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Whatever she video. Brittany then watches the video and be like, I should have told his ass no is what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so again, we know it's about her, Justin. Just yeah, like, like, come on, bro. This man in 2018 was still quoted saying, it ain't about her. And I just, why do we live in lies, world? Why do we live yeah, in lies? Honestly, like, I, I don't really know why he's still holding on to it. Like, what real difference does it make? All right. Even if, like, he he won. Yeah, he like, won. I, and not even that, but like, what 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 are people gonna do? Like, are you just gonna be embarrassed for like a week? I do. Like, I don't, I don't, I really don't know what the worst case scenario of saying know. like it's supposed to be about Brady. This is that's another one of those things I look back in history. I'm like, I really wish social media could have been around and kicking. Oh yeah. Can you imagine how lit Twitter would have been in like the four month span of a finding out that Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears broke up. B, finding out a few weeks later that's probably because Britney Spears cheated on him. And then C, a few months later, Justin like leaves in sync. That'd be like today if like Nick Jonas and Priyanka or whatever, like you found out Priyanka was cheating on Nick Jonas and he left the Jonas Brothers again. Like, can you imagine what a madhouse social media would be if something like that happened? And that's basically what happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would be, it would be wild. <laughs> there, would, there would be all kinds of think pieces written about her. <laughs> Yeah, she'd probably go off the deep end. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> oh, man. Gosh. 
can you? That's another. We 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 we're not talking about Britney Spears anymore. But <laughs> yeah, absolutely, that's, that's absolutely wild though. But anyways, we'll stop here the on the recap though. So, what are your initial thoughts on the NSYNC music of Just Turn Place? So ninety eight to two thousand two. What are your like thoughts? What are my initial thoughts? Sure. I mean, I can't lie. They came out with some bangers. They did. I feel like they're very. You know, they they kind of started the whole trend. I don't, well, I don't know if I can give them that much credit. I don't know if they could start it. They they were at its peak though. We're at the the boy band trend, them yeah. and the Backstreet Boys, right? Um, which is kind of wild because that kind of shaped like a whole new generation of music. But so I mean, they they definitely did their thing, right? Um, it's not my favorite type of music, no, to be honest. But I mean, they they had some bangers in there for sure. What about you? What are, what are your initial thoughts? I mean, as you may know, I'm the audience going to I'm a big boy band guy, all in on them all the time. But NSYNC was like, so obviously we were too young to appreciate the NSYNC Backstreet Boys battle. Correct. In 1998, I was two years old. Just right. I was, and I, was, I was three. So I wasn't, I was not aware of who Justin Timberlake was, honestly, really, until like the Future Sex Love Sounds album was like, yeah. and I really knew, I was like, oh, this dude is like that. So I didn't know. So like everything NSYNC is past for me. Like I have no memories of Britney Spears and him dating. I have no memory of. Bye 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 in the moment. Yep. Obviously, I'm very aware of it now and the little dance that goes with it, you know. It's, it's still, I mean, to give them credit, they're still in the ether, even though, I mean, can you name the other four in sync members off the top of your head? I can't. I cannot. No. Obviously, you can name Justin Timberlake, but people, they're still like thought of, like even last year, like the Seahawks did the bye 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 touchdown celebration. Yep. Did the dance. And then Justin Timberlake did that bye juice commercial and they did a play on that with, the Bye 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 song as well. Yep. So like to give them credit for that, they are still 20 some, years later, somehow kind of relevant, even though I can name you one of their five members off the top of my head without yeah. having to think about it. Well, again, I mean, as we've just discussed, I mean, I'm sorry, hardcore NSYNC fans out there, Justin Timberlake carried that band. Yeah. I mean, yes. so like I, looking back, yes, it seems painfully obvious that yes. he was, even maybe even more even more so than like Beyonce carried Destiny's Child. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, uh, for sure. Because Justin Blake was like writing the music, helping produce the music, singing lead on like every song that was popular. Yeah. So it's just like, it's crazy to think why he didn't break part sooner. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But I was reading the as I was doing some research on this, he didn't have confidence to go solo. Until basically Michael Jackson told him to. Because he wrote that song Gone for Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson did not want to do it until he heard. So then, so then Justin Timberlake took the song, gave it to NSYNC, whatever they recorded, put it on their album. Once Michael Jackson heard the finished product, then he's like, oh, baby, let's get in the studio. Let's do this thing. But Michael Jackson was adamant that he would only do it as like a duet with Justin Timberlake. He didn't want the other four members. So Justin Timberlake had to tell him no because, you know, like, you can't take a song you just did with your band and then go do a a duet with just Michael Jackson without them. Like, that's just, that ain't how you, that ain't your, your bros. But, uh, but yeah, Michael Jackson told him basically to go solo in that phone call. And that's what gave Justin like the confidence to like go solo. And then some random girl cheated on him or something. And gave him the confidence to go solo and be petty. Or at least some bangers. So, and release some bangers he did. So favorite, favorite NSYNC song. My favorite NSYNC song. That's a good question. I mean, 
for me, it's very easily buy, buy, buy. Like that. I was about to say, yeah, it's probably got to be. Buy, I hate buy, to be buy. so basic, but God, yeah, same. Like but it that is song a is banger. So good. Like I, I would really like to like some of the other big songs that they had, but mm-hmm. like I was never a fan of pop. I sure. really like that. Um, He's wrong, America. I <laughs> listen. I'm just. I'm telling you, man, from my heart. So yeah, I mean, it's got to be bye, bye, bye. I think. All right, so ch- changing gears now. Now that we've talked about the in sync years, um, let's let's talk about his albums. Okay. So uh, it came out with Justified. That was two thousand two. Is that correct? All right. So Justified in two thousand two. Let's talk a little bit about Justified. What are what are in your own words? What would you say are kind of like the musical themes? Like what are what are the vibes that are that are in there? The vibes. <laughs> I mean, I, know, I hate to keep hitting this, but Petty got to be my number one vibe, <laughs> just from the Crimey River. And then, uh, what was the first the first single that came out of there? Like I Love You, I think was the first single from that album. Uh, I think so. I think that's right. Those are two songs that I was just like, the, as I was researching, going back and listening to them, I was like, dang, these are really like some pot shots, low key. Yep. Not and I think you kind of see that like throughout, even moving past it, like Rock Your Body, Senorita, like a single guy going out there doing his thing. I think like that's kind of the. It's just like a coming out party, I think, like, all in yeah, all, really. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it, it really, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's 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 talking a lot about, like, being not free in the sense that, you know, he was like, aha, finally done. But yeah. it was, it's talking about being free, like, you know, now he's not only not dating Britney, but he's now not a part of NSYNC, NSYNC right. you know, like, he's out, like, doing his own thing. And that's, I feel like that's probably the biggest, like, theme of the album. Yeah, yeah. Definitely some exploration with like the funk vibes and feel yeah. of it too. It's he has good. a big he he has a lot of Latin stuff that he throws in there. Yeah, um, yeah. which is different from a lot of the NSYNC stuff, obviously. Yeah. Um. So then, 2006 comes around, and uh, Future Sex Love Sounds is released. Yeah, on July 18th, my 11th birthday. Like I said, this was really like when I became a fan of Justin Timberlake. Like I knew, like when the I think it was Summer Love when that single dropped. Yep. I was just like, oh, because I was I was just really starting to get into music like on my own, not just like what my parents listened to. I listened to you know. And I was like, oh, this man, <laughs> excuse me, I'm feeling up the way. Yeah, I remember very specifically, um, "Sexy Back" being yeah. a popular song, even yep. when I was in you know middle school. Right. That was like. I remember that was a big thing. That was a banger. I wasn't a huge Justin Timberlake fan at the time. Sure. Looking back, what a huge mistake. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, I knew I I had been introduced to Sexy Back because that was like a popular thing. You know, right. people were always quoting Nino. it, you know, all that kind of stuff. And that kind of led into me, you know, seeing the um, music video for uh, What Goes Around. And then oh, yeah. that kind of led to crimey river and like all this other kind of stuff right. so that, that was really how i was introduced to him was like he became like a household name yeah at least it's specifically you. in my yeah in my yeah. group you know my area my circles yeah i feel like he already was but he hit like he hit yeah, like the sure. next generation right exactly that's when he kind of he hit our generation who did not see him in NSYNC. right you know? who just knew yeah exactly who only knew him as justin timberlake not justin Timberlake. yeah then you find out like he used to be in a band right <laughs> Um, yeah, formerly known of NSYNC, formerly from NSYNC. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Future Sex Love Songs is the only album by a male artist in history to generate four number one songs on the Billboard Pop Songs chart: "Summer Love," "Sexy Back," "What Goes Around Comes Around," and "My Love." So that's that's a, I mean that's a flex. Yeah, that is a, that is a huge flex. That's very impressive. That is. 
However, personally, I don't think is as impressive as his next album, which was the 2020 Experience, Part One and Part Two. Yeah, let's just let's just take a second. I actually take a second to talk about the 2020 Experience. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, this man put out what is what is that like a total of 20 something songs in both of them combined? I like that. Yeah. Seven years after Future Sex Love Sounds. Seven years, yeah. Seven years after. Puts out not only 20 songs, but, you know, actually probably like 40 because my man had a, a little mini song at the end of every song on that album. Yeah. But, which he kind of he kind of flirted with in Future Sex Love Sounds, right. too. Um, but really, anyway. But yeah, he really dove in on the... He really went in on the 2020 experience. And the 2020 experience was when I really started appreciating Justin Timberlake as like a music artist because okay. I could see, like, he did so many different styles yeah and he did them all well right and that was when i was personally very impressed you know that he could do he could have like the song like suit and tie Mm -hmm. with jay-z right he could do something like that but then he could turn around and do that girl you know he could turn around and do let the groove get in you know Mm -hmm. like all these things he could turn around and do mirrors i mean mirrors was a banger yeah (laughs) but also just like a huge hit yeah. And, you know, it's just one of those things where it's just, I'm, there's not many artists that I come across that I can, like, really appreciate the scope of what they're doing in as far as, like, variety is concerned. A lot of times artists will go on, like, a path where they start their career at a certain place and they, like, their their sound evolves as they get older, right? Right. Which is, that's a, that's a normal thing. Yeah, it's a normal progression. But to see, and so, like, at the beginning and at the end, you know, they may be very good at two completely different styles. But with somebody like Justin Timberlake, I mean, my man, in one album, you know, I mean, I guess two albums. But, yeah. in, you know, in this one to two albums, I mean, he is covering all kinds of, not genres per se, because I think, I feel like I'd classify it all as pop. But yeah, like yeah. he's he's just covering different sounds though. Like he's reaching back in more Latin stuff. You know, yep. he's going more um soul. You know, yeah, he's doing like, more funk stuff. Yeah. You know, it's just it's like blues, all kinds of yeah, blues stuff, and it's just all over the place. So this is this is the first album slash two albums that I like really started to respect Justin Timberlake and started listening to him like crazy. Yeah, no, I remember, I remember when, like the picture of him. Or I remember it was a picture or video on Twitter of him like going back in the studio because he's gonna finally do some new music. Like I remember, I remember where I was in my room when I saw that, and thinking like, <laughs> finally, because at this point, Future Sex Love sounds like I had burnt through that thing and Justified, yep, over and over again, because yeah, it's been seven years, and then you find out, oh, there's a there's two parts to this. There's going to be how many songs? And like, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, because I mean, what the Future Sex Love sounds you said came out on your eleventh birthday, yeah, right. And then the 2020 experience came out when you were a senior in high school. Right. So, I mean, right. that's, a, that's a long time. It is. Yeah, exactly. And God, man, I played the mess out of those albums. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then uh, fast forward a little bit more. And uh, here we are in 2018. 2018. And Man of the Woods comes out. What were, your, what were your initial reactions to this album? So, I've been sitting a lot of time thinking about this. I... St- I just start off, I do not like the album very much. But I don't know if that's because my expectations were so astronomically high. Yeah. Like, because to me, every album just in ways had just gotten better and better and better. And so we're sitting here now at this point, and I'm like, like, it's time. Like, another album's coming out. This is about to be 12 to 15 more just songs I can just hit play. And I'm going to sing every word to every song. I'm going to bop along every, all, the whole entire time. 
and then it, you sat there and listened to it, and it just didn't meet my expectations. But I, you know, I think that was a, I think that was a common theme. I, I do, I agree with a lot of Justin Timberlake fans, and yeah. they let people know on you know Twitter and Facebook, whatever else, social yes. media. Um, a lot of people were disappointed with the music that came out because I think the first um, single from that album was "Filthy," was it not? Maybe that's I don't like, actually remember. I, I remember seeing I remember I saw the music video for Filthy because mm-hmm. I this is why I'm pretty positive it was it. Um okay. because everyone was sharing it and they were like, yeah, you know, yeah, new yeah. Justin Timberlake music, you know, everybody's getting hype. Filthy comes out and everybody's like, you know, it's a little weird, but you know, like it's you know But still, yeah, but we trust Justin. Yeah, we so it's <laughs> fine. We, we know that Justin's gonna come through with this. Um and then they the full album came out and people were disappointed in the direction that it had taken. I personally don't again i don't love the album but i do respect him as a musician right for being able to go that direction yeah i do too i think that he was just doing what he wanted to do which i mean it's fair he was talking he you know in uh interviews leading up to it he was talking about how he was going to go back to his like hometown roots you know right. it's going to be very He's family oriented yeah you know it's going to be stuff like that um so i think when he brought all that kind of stuff up, people had different ideas for what exactly that meant. And I'm not yeah. sure many people saw this coming. Right. No, I agree. I mean, I thought I looked at something like that girl off the 24 experience being like, so that's what this whole album's ought to be like. Yeah. That country blues kind of feel to it, which it, in a way it was. Yep. It just didn't hit me like I wanted it to, but I will say, and going back, listen to it now, like more recently, now that like the disappointment and hurt is been put under the rug. <laughs> It's not. It's not bad. Like it's fine. It's, no, it's, it's not a bad album. It's a. It's it's average. I guess. Is I really think what that I would the say. problem is that our expectations were all so high yes. from the 2020 experience because the 2020 experience is one of my favorite albums of all yeah. time. Like yeah. And so you know, just coming off of that and thinking, you know, in your mind, like my art, my favorite artist can only get better. You know, like right, can, can exactly. only go up, can only whatever. And you yeah. and you expect it to be a certain way. And it's not a certain way. And, you know, it can be disappointing. But, I mean, ultimately, you know, it's their life. It's yeah. their... And I'm happy that he... I mean, it's something he said he kind of always wanted to do, like, that type of style. So, maybe yeah. he did it. But, yeah, I think you're right. I think, like, coming from the 2020 experience, where, like, I think I, I love probably 22 of the 25 songs or something absolutely ridiculous, to Man of the Woods, where I, I like three of the 12 songs, like, where I would... Yeah. Where, like, I'll, I'll go out specifically and listen to them, be like, you know what, I want to listen to Man of the Woods today, or Supplies, or whatever. Yep. And that's that's about it. That's really all it gave to me. It didn't give me that. It didn't give me a suit and tie, a senorita, a rock your body. Yeah. It didn't give me some song that I'm just like, you know what, 15 years from now, I'm going to be driving my kids around. I'm going to be like, you got to listen to this song. Like, yeah, this. exactly. That's that's another thing, too, as I, I, I was thinking about that as well. You know, there's there's a lot of things that uh, from the 2020 experience slash future sex love sound slash justified, yeah. you know, that when my kids are like, Hey dad, what'd you listen to growing up? You know, I'll yeah, be yeah. like, hey, you know, get ready to have I'm not gonna embarrass my kids by jamming along to anything from Man of the Woods. Right. <laughs> I think that's like right. the other three albums, absolutely. They're gonna be like, Dad, please drop me off around the around the block. Be like, <laughs> no, boy. <laughs> but I'm gonna be sitting there vibing. So yeah. So in speaking about songs, we we're we're gonna have our top five songs with this artist. So go ahead, hit me with your with your top five. Oh, we should, I think I feel like we should count down like we do I do five, you do five, and we count down from there. Okay, okay, I, I see what you're saying. All right, yeah, go ahead. So my number five, this is, I just want a quick disclaimer here. This was very hard. There's about 10 songs that feel disrespected and are going to write me an email, but it's yeah. fine. This was very difficult. We had to me. get it down to five. 
So number five, I already talked about first thing I think of when I think of Justin Timberlake. Number five is Senorita for me. The intro, just the whole, I mean, just the whole rhythm to that song is just so, I mean, just catchy. I don't know how, you can't listen to Senorita and be in a bad mood at the end of it, I think. And that's, that's just. I'll give it to you. And I just, and the fact that that song is number five, I think just speaks to like how many amazing songs this man has dropped. That's true. That's true. So what's your number five? My number five has got to be Cabaret. Woo! Yeah, I'm, I I I personally love some cabaret. The Drake verse is amazing. I was about to say a, a lot of it is probably the Drake verse because I think that that is one of the best verses Drake has ever had, which is Ooh. okay. I know, which is a strong hot statement. takes, hot takes. It's a hot take. It's a hot take. That's my hot take for the day. I think it's one of Drake's best verses uh, lyrically. It's just very intelligent. Anyway, beside the point. But that's got to be my number five for uh, my man, Justin. Love that song. Every time it comes on, can't help but bop. All right. For my number four, I'm switching them right now as I'm looking at the list. I'm a Stanley Justified album, Rock Your Body. Another, just another great song again. I think like all of my favorite Justin Blake songs, like I don't know how you can be sad and frowning when you listen to the end of my songs because I, I, I left off all the ballads. So these are all, <laughs> these are all bops. Like you want to be driving around at 77 degrees outside, windows down. This song's playing. Like, that's what my entire list is. So I got Rock Your Bite number four. I like it. I like it. My um my number four is gonna be a spaceship coop, actually. Okay. A very interesting choice. I know. So the first couple times I heard the song, it wasn't my favorite song. Um, the little noises in the background still make me uncomfortable, low-key listening to it. <laughs> but <laughs> just like the overall vibe of the song it's one of those songs a a lot of my top five songs are going to be based on like replayability basically okay okay and spaceship coop is one of those songs where like i could constantly like replay it and listen and i'm like okay like this is a vibe you know like this is a jam yeah yeah so that's that's one of the things that's that's gotta be my number four i'm gonna be honest with you i think spaceship coop wouldn't make my top 10 you know there was a time when spaceship coop wouldn't make my top top 15 i don't know we'll see i don't know i don't think i'd have to think about it all right, uh, my number three, I switched it. This was my number four, but as I was looking at the list, I had to put it up. I want to keep putting it up, but I can't, is Mirrors. Like, that song, what I tell you, like, if you were to look up my top plays on 2013, I guarantee you it is Mirrors. Like, I would bet the house. I loved that song when it first came out, that single dropped. Listen to it all the way through the album, coming out all that stuff. I just remember being, like, trying, like, really hard to sing along with my man as he's, like, changes keys there at the end, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> If you're sitting there in my car, be like, come on, get up there, Timothy, you can get up. <laughs> but, I mean, holy cow. And the song at the end, like the the nonsense rhythm, whatever he has at the end. Yeah. You are, you are. That, that junk hits too. <laughs> like, the whole nine and a half minute is an experience. That if you have, I, I, I could go on, but a banger. Go ahead. You're number three. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I said I'd only have one controversial opinion, but I'm going to have two controversial opinions. Uh, and I know that a majority of America disagrees with me, but I don't think Mirrors is in my top 10. I don't know what... <laughs> I know. America! I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know what it is about I'll be Mears. back next week alone. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm, so, I'm serious, though. Like, I don't know what it is about Mirrors, but I, I like it. Is it a top 10, Justin? Yes. Like... <laughs> okay, America, I've changed my mind. It's number one. Okay, never Just mind. because no, of this no, blasphemy no. to my right. Anyway, my number three song... Help him, Lord. It's got to be Senorita. Okay. Hands down. I like it. Love that song. Great song. Honestly, could have put some other things from uh, Justified in my top five, but Senorita's got to be my one pick from from Justified to really encapsulate that entire album for me. 
That's fair. I think that's even though I had Rock Your Body above Senior Rita, I think if you're like pick justify like one song to tell you the story of the whole album, probably a Senorita. Yeah, that's a good choice. All right. My number two, Summer Love. A banger. I mean That is also my number two. Okay. I was wondering if we'd agree on anything. I just don't I don't I don't know what to say that hasn't been said that I've already said about those other songs, but again. It just puts me in a good mood, man. It's just like Yeah, it is it is a great song. It is a great song. I, I think that that's probably one of I don't know. That's that's easily one of the most like replayable Justin Timberlake. Songs. I agree. It's like I, I, it's not my number one. It probably is the most replayable song to me. Like I think no matter. I mean, I just don't think no matter the setting, you can play that song. You're gonna get a good reaction from the people in the car with you. Yeah. At a wedding, wherever you're at, like that song is just always a winner. And it's it's good. So since I told I sold that number two, you go ahead. Number one, what what you got? My number one is gonna be that girl. I have news for you, Jonathan. That is also my Let's number one. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, I. <sighs> It's it's very not like a lot of the music that Justin Timberlake has put out. I agree, but it is so good. It is it is an outlier, especially especially with the 2020 experience. Like when you're listening Correct. to that album through, when it starts, you're like, oh, is this a justified album? I mean, justified song that is on my playlist because it has that that intro like really makes me think of Justified. Yeah, but then the, I mean, it's the horns. Yep, the guitar. I mean, it is just. To the second, it is a perfect song. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm a big person and like, I love complexity when it's done well. But like the fact that that song is so good and how like simple it is. Yeah, I that's was just, just about to what, say. It's, it's like a big, it's a big respect thing for me as a musician. I'm like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of it's that. It's just, yeah, I agree with you. Like the, com- the complexity and the simplicity of the song. Yeah. To like layer all those different things together really set it apart. I agree. So uh, we, we've talked about our top five songs. So if, if you had to choose one album from Justin Timberlake that was your favorite album, what, what would it be? I was 11 years old. Future Sex Love Sounds. Really? Future yeah. Sex Love Sounds is going to be your favorite album? Because wow. we, we broke apart the 2020 experience. Yep. So obviously if we're doing, if it were like the 2020 complete experience, that would be my number one. But I think if I had to choose just one, I think I'm going to choose that one over A and B the 2020 experience okay, okay but it's very close yeah and justified is pissed that it's in fourth place <laughs> as it should be i'm gonna have to disagree i think the uh 2020 experience the first one side side one of two side a is is gonna be my favorite album of all time i, I mean remember. i don't i get them all mixed up I it's go. got i know I'll, I'll go ahead and read off a couple of them. this has got suit and tie okay. it's got don't hold the wall it's got push your love girl strawberry bubblegum tunnel vision <laughs> spaceship coop that girl let, Let the, the groove get in, mirrors, dress on, body count. I mean, come on, bro. Like Blue Ocean 4. Oh, my heavens. Like, I'm just saying, like, that has got to be one of the strongest albums I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. There's always a couple of... Now, see, this is probably my favorite, followed by number two, and then number three is going to be Future Sex Love Sounds, and number four is Justified. Because in, in Justified, there's, there's a couple of songs. There's probably, like, three or four songs that I'm, like, not a huge fan of. Yeah, and so sure. and and I feel like that's the way it is. Even if I really love an artist, right? Like no, no album is perfect, except for this one. It's pretty <laughs> freaking it close. Is very close. It's pretty freaking close because it, is, it is. It's so good. It's so good. So that's that's got to be my choice. It's got to be my pick. I get you. So you said you had a couple of uh, what if questions relating so to we, Justin we Timberlake. Some, go like, ahead and go ahead and hit me with one of those. questions. So we'll just we'll go back to the beginning. So as I mentioned on his. 
the Disney thing he did back in way back when the reboot of Mickey Mouse Club. I have a question. Okay, it's it's Mickey Mouse Club, not Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Is it? No, I'm, that's what I'm asking you. It it is it is it Mickey was, Mouse Club. Yeah, yeah. The Mickey Mouse Clubhouse was that's animated. The, was right? the little kid show. Yes. The Mickey Mouse Club is the original show from the '50s that they re- and then they did a reboot of it. Oh, got you. Okay. M I C K Y M O U S C Mickey. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. That, okay. Go ahead. That thing. So Ryan Gosling on that cast. So what if my man JT decides to just be an actor, like Ryan Gosling after this? Do you know who Justin Timberlake is today, if that's what he decided to do? I think maybe. I think I'd probably have, he'd probably have like one like big movie or like movie series that he's, you know, like really great in that everybody knows him for. Yeah. I mean, I could see him being like. I mean, assuming he gets the same roles. Obviously, he was on Social Network, he was a big character in that. Yep, yep. First president played the first president on Facebook. And then No Strings Attached with Mila Kunis. Yep. Both pretty big movies. Yeah. And did other few ones as well, but obviously not like Joe Schmo is not going to know Justin Blake. That's the only movies he did. Right. But I don't, does he get those roles if he's not Justin Timberlake, the guy from NSYNC and the amazing solo artist? Like, is his acting good enough for him to be an actor full time? I don't know. Because I. I mean, I don't think that he, I don't know. I, I mean, I think that if all he could do was act like Ryan Gosling, then, I mean, I feel like he would have put a lot more effort into his, That's true. you know, learning acting. That's true. I mean, his music career has been such a big part of his life. I mean, he didn't know, he doesn't remember not being famous. You know, like, <laughs> from 11 years old, this man's been singing and doing stuff. Yeah. So it's just That's like, true. I mean, his music is just such a big part of his life. I kind of feel like he'd have to be, I mean, if he was good enough to be, you know, a child actor it's hard, unless you're Macaulay Culkin, like, it's hard to not be in more stuff. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, especially yeah. at That's that true, level. That's true, because basically he didn't act after Mickey Mouse Club. He did, like, a Disney Channel movie in, like, the year, I think, 2000, 2001, with my girl Maggie Lawson, the, the lead female on Psych, which I, didn't, I haven't not seen this movie, but I'll be watching it later tonight. I was about to say, I didn't know he was in a Disney Channel original <laughs> movie. It's like Model Behavior, I think, or something like that. I didn't know that. Oh, wait, he's in Model Behavior? Yeah, he's, like, the main guy in that. Wow, learn something every day. I know. I mean, to be fair, I haven't seen that movie since I was like seven. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. I still didn't know that he was in it. Sorry. So like, but he did. He did nothing acting wise from like ninety four to that point. So you're probably right. He's doing stuff for those six years. I think that sets him up to be like an actor. Yeah, I think. I think probably worst case scenario, he ends up like um, I I'm blanking on his name right now, but the dude who's Captain America, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. I feel like worst like, case scenario that's like that. That tier? That tier of, of actor. Where it's like, he's a good actor, but he also like is really only famous for being in... Right, the there's actor. a real ceiling. Yeah, yeah, there's a... You know, like, I'm, Chris Evans has been in other things, but nothing is like, you know... Right. Captain America. He, he is Captain America. Right. And he will always be Captain America. That's interesting. Interesting take there. That's my, that's my personal opinion. All right, go ahead. What's, what's your next what if? I have another question. Justin Timberlake, what if you have to pick a Marvel superhero for him to be the actor for, which one are you picking? I don't know. Knowing his personality, I wouldn't make him Captain America. Well, no. I don't know. I don't think he would be Captain America. I'm trying to think, though. I don't want to be disrespectful to Robert Downey Jr., but I would love to see JT as Iron Man, to be really? honest. Really? That's the thing is that I have, I'm have like such a big Robert Downey Jr. fanboy that I, I, know. I can't picture him uh, or but, yeah, Iron he kills Man as it, anyone else. But I can't, see, I can't see another one that I can see Justin Blake doing like an adequate job at. It's something like he can naturally kind of do. Because even all his acting roles... He, I mean, he's basically playing Justin Timberlake in a way, like yeah, a lesser I version mean, yeah, of himself. Sure. And I feel like Iron Man is the only person that you, he could be. He don't have to be a lesser version of himself. He could just be Justin Timberlake, basically. I guess that's so true. So he's going to play Boy Flanders or whatever. Like, 
I could see him as like a Doctor Strange. Really? Yeah. I could see him making, because he could start out, you know, like himself. And then he goes through the whole change. Because, you know, Doctor Strange at the beginning was. That's true. You know, it's a good, his own person. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can't imagine this. But anyways. anyways I know, yeah, a- let's, let's, let's come back. Uh, no, the next question was, so what if Justin Timberlake stays with Britney Spears? Does he stay with NSYNC? So that's kind of two-part. Does yeah, he, yeah. What does the world look like if Justin Timberlake stays with Britney Spears and NSYNC? Because I think they kind of go hand in hand, it seems. I don't know. I, in knowing who Justin Timberlake is, I cannot see him like NSYNC being like the Backstreet Boys where, you know, they're still together and quote-unquote touring and, you know, like they still do stuff. But like very, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Not popularly, yeah. I guess because they wanted to get out of being a boy band because that like trend was dying. But right. obviously, it didn't really like One Direction came later in the decade. Yep, Jonas Brothers, yada yada. So there's plenty of boy bands still out doing. Well, don't understand. But there's still plenty of boy bands doing big things. Big time rush. I mean, yeah. they just got old. Right, they just got kind of old. Which I mean, like, do do I see Justin Timberlake getting old with NSYNC? I don't know. It's hard. I don't. I really don't think so. Mostly because, again, like with the in the comparison of the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, I feel like the Backstreet Boys. There was no one person that was like carrying the team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They were all That's pretty. True. They were all pretty equal. But like, I there mean, wasn't Justin, a one star, right? Yeah, there wasn't one star. But I mean, Justin Timberlake and NSYNC. I mean, that man was like he was, was the backbone. The yeah, like the face, um, the whole body. So I don't even know if they got to be like the big toe. <laughs> I, yeah, like, I, I really don't know what it would look like if he stayed, but I, I can't imagine him staying. Even if he, even if Britney Spears didn't break up with him, I can't imagine him staying within sync for too much longer. Okay. I mean, I guess that's true. The Michael Jackson phone call still happened and that yeah. was Kickstarter, but it was all together. So I'm like, does it go on for three more years? I don't know. I don't know. That's an unanswerable question. That's what yeah, we asked. I don't know. Does Britney Spears go off the deep end? If they stay together, you think? I, I don't think still that, says yes, but <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think that Justin Timberlake had anything to do with Britney Spears going off the deep end. Yeah, but is he like the foundation of keeping her on this planet? I don't think so, because I think way? if he was, she wouldn't have cheated on him <laughs> and well, then broke up. You know, that's like, true. So and then they wouldn't have broken up. So she was already crazy. You're right. She, I mean, I, cheat on my man JT. Like, imagine cheating on Justin Justin Timberlake. But no, know. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's it. It would be different if like. They broke up and then she went off the deep end. Yeah. Like immediately afterwards. But like, you know, there was clearly she was still making her own choices and doing her own thing, even with okay. him. So all right. I don't I don't think that stops that. Our last one. And I'm okay. always gonna try to ask you this for every artist here. What is the monetary value you put on for a night hanging out with Justin Timberlake? So if option A was I give you five thousand dollars or option B, you get to hang out with Justin Timberlake for the night. What how high does the money have to get before you're like, I'm taking the money, I'm not hanging out with Justin Timberlake? So this is this is a hard question for me because or not a hard question for me. This might not be a very satisfying answer for you because I don't really have that I have a very realistic outlook on life. Uh-huh. Now if you were like what's the what's the amount that you would, you know, like Justin Timberlake lives with you for a year or something. You know, that would be different. Mm-hmm. Because that's like, you know, I I would actually you know, make a relationship with him. You know, we'd we'd have a conversation, we'd be homies. Yeah, but you don't know. I mean, a whole night you get to document the whole thing. So I mean, yeah, and stuff I just get his number. I just feel like 12 have hours a, of of exposure to any person. I don't enough? know. It's just not I don't I can't I'm not sure if there's a person out there that it would be like super worth it for me. But to answer your question as specifically as I can, it's probably got to be like 100 grand. That's 100 probably grand? what I'd say. Yeah. Wow. If you well, that's not true. 
It's probably like fifty. Fifty grand. Yeah. If you were like, if you're like forty five grand, or you get to spend the night with Justin Timberlake, I'd probably be like spend the night with Justin Timberlake. Yeah. But once it gets to fifty, I mean, that's just like what am I also would I know it's my question, but what are the precursors here? Like, am I like living Justin Timberlake's life like by his side for a night? Because if that's the case, then the money's gonna really start to skyrocket. But if it's like that's what I assumed, Justin Timberlake's gonna come live like my life with me, then like I'm like, eh. oh yeah, okay. I I assumed that like you know we Justin Timberlake's life. I'd assume we'd hit up the I'm club s- for like an hour. I'm sitting you know, courtside at the Grizzlies game. Yes, like that's what I'm saying. Like that's that's what it would be like. That's 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 okay, why okay, it's like okay, fifty okay. grand. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Yeah, no, I'm I'm thinking we're living large, featuring Justin Timberlake. Fifty grand. That's probably about right for me too. It's probably uh, not going to be any higher than that for anybody yeah. else. But like, I'm thinking my like, man Justin Timberlake. I just have mad respect for that man. So definitely, definitely like 25 grand. I'm hanging out with Justin Timberlake. But above that, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I mean it. I mean, if you wrote me a forty-five thousand dollar check, and Justin Timberlake's limo pulled up, you know, like it would be a tough decision. That's true. Oh gosh, it'd be a tough decision. Yeah, but I think no. I think ultimately, like, I would do it for the experience. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, you could not put a monetary value. Yeah. Now, am I hanging out just to like, is Jimmy Fallon coming? Like, <laughs> am I going to hang out the whole crew? Like, I was about to say, these are the real questions that need to be asked. Then, uh, then, uh, then we're in six figures now. We're like, we're doing big, big things. <laughs> oh, I hear you. I hear All you. Right. That's, that's the end of my what ifs. If you what ifs. Questions. All right, so this is uh, the, the part that we're going to do for every artist that we talk about on the podcast. But... This is uh, the first time we're doing it, so I'm going to take a second to explain it. I'll probably explain it like the next five times, but then after that, you know, if you're if you're a regular listener, you know what it is. You got to follow along. You got <laughs> to follow along. So we have uh, basically these these categories that we're going to put artists in, right? And so here, here are the categories. We'll start small, and then we'll get bigger. So the first category is hot stuff. This is basically like, you know, the one hit wonders of the world. One album wonders. One too. album. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you have you have a good album, but you know, your second one kind of flops and it's not really great. Yeah. Uh the second one's superstar. And that's more like what was our example artist? Actually, we shouldn't say that. We shouldn't no, we say shouldn't. Our example artist. So but superstar. an artist who like either A has only released one album right now and is very good, or like B, like you look back and maybe like for a four or five year stretch, they were they were a big deal. Yeah. They yeah. were like a a B tier artist, B tier artist. Yeah. Um, the next section is is Hall of Famer. So it's it's someone who's who's very good at what they do. Um, but it's kind of like sports Hall of Fame where you know you've a lot of people get in. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not really that exclusive. Just, of a just club. like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like you had two good albums, you get in. You know, you gotta, yeah, yeah, basically, get out of here. you gotta earn, you gotta earn this here. Yeah, this <laughs> Hall of Famer is only halfway up the list. Like this yeah. is this stuff. This is that's like great. That's like a decade worth of just like consistently good stuff correct yeah that's that's a good like a decade so next thing we have is a, a generational talent okay so generational talents are are people who make longer than a decade lasting impression yeah um so you know at a, at a minimum this person has you know three to four albums that are all popular to, you know if you ask like i don't remember what's a millennial what's the what's the generation above us above a gen x yeah I think if you like, if you were to like list whoever, like the artist for millennial or Gen X, I mean, I guess we're still on our toes a little bit, just in terms of like whoever they like, they needed to be like one of the defining artists of that generation. Yeah. All right, go ahead. That would, that would be a generational talent. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. the, uh, <laughs> the very, <laughs> yeah. and the very top tier is, is timeless talent. So this is, this is somebody who doesn't matter what 
year you are. Yeah. It doesn't matter when they made music. Like, they are a big name. They will continue to be a big name. Always relevant. Yeah. Always relevant. Music always slaps. You yeah. Know, you can't talk about stuff. music without bringing them up in a way, yeah. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. So, all that being said, where would you put Justin Timberlake into this rankings list? I have Justin Timberlake as a generational talent. Yeah. Generational. He's above the Hall of Fame for me, as in that, like, I mean, we've already talked about the NSYNC to Justin Timberlake transition. There's like four albums that are just truly, whatever, they're, they're big, they're huge. Yeah. So there's like 15 years of Justin Timberlake being like one of the, what, three or four greatest male artists at that time. Yeah. So I think that, to me, that's generational. How about you? I would agree. Uh, yeah, I think, he's, I think he's definitely in the generational talent. I think time will tell. If he's gonna make it up to being a timeless, I was gonna ask you, what do you what do you think he would need to do to become a timeless talent? Honestly, like I I think that we would have to see how the music industry changes over the next fifteen twenty years from now. Okay, um, because I mean Justin Timberlake in the in the grand scheme of of music, like is still pretty fresh as far as what he's done. Because I mean, right, what, the last album that we liked was twenty thirteen, which was seven years ago. But it feels like long. a long time. But it's not. It's not really a long time. Even 1998, when this first NSYNC album came out, yeah, not a long time still ago. only 22 years ago. Not that long of a time. Um, do I think he has potential to do it? I mean, maybe. Um, I'm not going to hold my breath because I don't think that... I think that the 2000s were a very unique time in music history. But again, I think every decade kind of is. Um, but I, I think that for sure generational talent, I mean, because there's millennials... Gen X was still Gen X was around when he was in the boy band. Millennials yeah. were around when he was doing his solo stuff. Yeah. I mean, even Gen Z, who is in high school right now, I mean, even they're listening to Justin Timberlake. They know him Justin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that that's he's he's clearly reached multiple generations. So yes. I, I would say he's a solid generational talent. Time will tell if he's gonna be timeless. I don't think he will be. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't even know what it would look like for him to do that. I mean, because even if, let's say, he releases two more albums of the caliber of Justified, which is probably not going to happen. Yeah. Even then, like, is he... I don't think that's enough to make him timeless. Yeah. I, I mean, again, like, it's it's hard to tell, like, especially when we're living through this artist's lifetime. Yeah, right, right. Unless he has, like, a like a second half of his career that looks something like what, like, Jay-Z has done. Yeah. Because he has his... I think he still has his own record label. Just never, like, does, I think. He did. He started, I think, in 05. I think it, I think he's still around and kicking. So, like, if that music label becomes, like, a powerhouse and starts putting out, a, like, whatever, like, the next four Billie Eilishes come out of, like, his music record and he's producing their music, like, does that make him a timeless part of music and you can't tell the story of music without telling Justin Blake story? Yeah. So I think that's, to me, that would be the roadmap if I'm like, hey, how do you become, like, one of the... 10 greatest male artists of all time being like one of the five greatest producers of all time is probably the most realistic path for him yeah. at this point. I would agree because I just don't think, I mean, he's a dad now he's not going to release three albums and go on like six more world tours to like no. boost sales. And so when you look up top selling artists of all time, like he's not going to be number one, like that's just not going to happen. So I think that's, that's the roadmap. I think. All right. I would agree. I think we've, I think we've covered everything. Yeah. I feel pretty good about the, uh, Pretty good. I don't know. That was anything that we didn't mention. Net worth is two hundred fifty million dollars. He makes like fifty to sixty million a year. My man, 
That's true. Rolling in. Oh, there's one thing that I was supposed to mention that I didn't. Okay. And uh, I apologize for this. I was going to talk about the awards that he's won. Oh, that's right. We didn't talk about the awards. Uh, he's won 10 Grammy Awards. Yeah. Four Emmy Awards. Seven American Music Awards. Three Brit Awards. Nine Billboard Music Awards. 11 MTV Video Music Awards. And 29 ASCAP Awards. Overall, he's received 176 awards from 522 nominations as of March 2020, which is just incredible. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. I want to know if he's going to go for an EGOT. That was something I was looking into because he got, he got nominated for an Oscar, I think, but he hasn't won one. And obviously, he's won an Emmy and a Grammy so far. So, like, I know that's something, like, people in the industry really value, like, achieving. Yeah. To me, it doesn't feel like it's something that's, that far out of reach for him. Like, I think if he was like, hey, I'm going to help write music on a musical to get this Tony Award, like, I think that's something that he could do. Yeah. Be a part of. So, who knows? I agree. But yeah. Highly decorated generational talent. I Gener- mean, I mean exactly. You know, I mean, I'm just saying. There you go. We're one for one so far. Uh, <laughs> it's looking good. Looking it's up. It's looking, looking good. Up. <laughs> All right. Well, we will, uh, we'll see you guys probably next week, right? Yeah. Yeah. At some point. And the name is. Justin! Thank you for joining us this week on the Duly Noted Podcast. We will see you guys next week on Wednesday. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram at Duly Noted Pod for some behind-the-scenes action or just staying up-to-date on what we're doing. Uh, You can also send us an email at dulynotedpod at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. If you love us, give us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you can find us. We'll see you guys next week on Wednesday.